The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Lightning's locker room powered by Textbook Brokers, the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's locker room, the official game day provider powered by Textbook Brokers. Sheehan returns to the mound. He's been there since the beginning of the second. Joseph Gonzalez had some tightness. Got through the first. The Auburn starter went one inning, faced the three, only pitched 12. One walk, no strikeouts. And then the bottom of the first, his Auburn run support went to work. They put up seven, added three more in the third. Middle Tennessee got two back last inning. Now let's go to the fifth. Jackson Galloway grounded out the second first time up. And now he'll pop over in that direction. The second baseman calls for it. Foster's there. And the first out now of the fifth brings up Jared Vitato. Vitato walked and then got thrown behind. Catcher to first. I think he felt like there was a hit and run on, except the batter didn't help him. He completely fanned at it. Rips one out towards center. Howell comes up, and it hangs just long enough for him to make the grab running towards second, and there's two gone in the top of the fifth for the Middle Tennessee batters. Now Luke Vinson, he took one for a ride to center field as well. First time up, so he's 0 for 1 here in the middle game of the weekend. Vincent hit us two strikeouts Friday night in the night hole. Takes for a strike. Right side, there's a hit for you. Ripped it between first and second. Well struck, a two-out single. Fourth hit of the game for Middle Tennessee. And back to the top of the order. Fausto Lopez looking for his first hit of this game. And actually looking for his first hit of the series. He's walked three times so far against Auburn. Really good crowd has shown up as this sunshine came out and began to warm. First pitch of game one was 47. We're supposed to reach 55. That'll probably be early to mid innings by game two. One ball, no strikes against Lopez, who's now hitting 308, but almost 400 with two outs, but dips to 222 with a runner on. Runner at first, two outs, takes outside 2-0. Auburn with a riding in the bullpen. Tyler Trabick. Lefty Sheehan firing at the righty. The slider is underneath the strike zone. And he's looking at a 3-0 count versus Tommy Sheehan, Auburn's Notre Dame transfer, who's right out about a year from Tommy John. He's working for the stretch. Didn't even step in, just all shoulder. Pick throw at first and stepping back on the bag. 
is Luke Vincent. Four pitch walk, Foster Lopez. Foster Lopez has now walked four times for the weekend, two times today. And it's runners first and second with two outs for Middle Tennessee. And here comes JT Mabry. His last time up against Sheehan, doubled off left center. And there's going to be a pitching change here, it appears. Yeah, the third base umpire is trotting down. We'll see if it's indeed Drabic. And it is. Tommy Sheehan, first out of the pen, is going to get credit for three and two-thirds, but leaves two on at first and second for Drabic. It was Sheehan giving up four hits, two runs both earned. That could change. Would walk two in his relief appearance with 1K. His total pitches. 52 against 16 batters. He's going to get a round of applause. We'll give you the numbers on the new Auburn pitcher when we come back. Right now, we're in the top of the fifth, two outs. Runners first and second. Coming to the plate is JT Mabry. Last time up was a double. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656 or you can reach me at exitmurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Tyler Drabick, the new pitcher in for Auburn. He does have a 3-3-8 ERA, but batters only hit 111 on him. Here's how that happens. 3-3-8 ERA, and he has a win and has combined for a shutout. This will be his third appearance all in relief. He's tossed two and two-thirds so far out of the pen combined with six strikeouts, three walks, one hit, one run earned. And an opponent batting average of 111. Two wild pitches and a hit by pitch. His one hit was a double. Let's see what he's got. JT Mabry would like his second straight double, as a matter of fact. Mabry led off with a double in the fourth and was driven in by Mason Spears, two-run homer. He's in the hole as Brett Coker has just stepped out on deck for the Blue Raiders. 10-2 is your score. Blue Raiders down. It's the middle game of the weekend. Doubleheader today. Seven-inning finale. Strike upstairs. And it's nothing in one. Looked upstairs. Umpire said no right at the belt. It's been Auburn... 10 runs off 11 hits, two runs off four. 
for Middle Tennessee. Runners first and second. MTSU's Mabry checks. Digs in, watches it. Outside, good eye for him, 1-1. One, one. Drabic from the stretch, just into the game. High kick. Will that get down? No. Carries all the way out to Howell. And the top of the fifth comes to a close. One hit, no runs, two left on board, no errors as Mabry flies out to center field through four and a half. It's Auburn still up 10-2. And the Tigers will be at the top of the order when we return. Auburn on top by eight. You're listening to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back, everybody, to Auburn, Alabama. Middle Tennessee. Winners of game one Friday night, 10-8, are behind in game two. It's a doubleheader Sunday. No baseball played Saturday. The wins. Temperatures were just bone chilling. And there was rain overnight as well on this natural grass surface. Blake Rambush takes first one on the plate, second one underneath, and it's 1-1. In the air, out towards Vitato, and I mean right at it. He was in the shadow of the light stands in right field. Puts his foot in the ground, makes the grab, and Rambush flies out with the first out in the home half of the fifth, bringing up Kaysen Howell. Two misses from Jalen Wirtz. 
two balls, no strikes. Worked second for the pin, third pitcher today. Starter Eric Swan did not get out of the first, allowed seven runs off six hits, lasted one-third, only got one out, striking out six-hole hitter Cam Hill. Wirtz, one and two-thirds scoreless, has not walked anybody, one strikeout, and is behind, though, 3-0. And the crowd chanting four, and belted out towards left, backpedaling, that's going to get over the head, misjudged by Sanders. Bangs off the wall, it's a stand-up, now sliding double with one out for Howell. comes Dial. Outside, he'll take ball one. So the righty Howell pulls for a double from the left side, righty on base, in scoring position with one out. Now Dial the lefty. Dial with three home runs, one Friday night. Wirtz almost got him on the right ankle. He's coming in fast, lower extremities. Dial hitting 306, and with runners in scoring position, that's how you get to 22 RBIs. He's hitting 474 in those situations. Second baseman Mabry's on the outfield grass. It's going to go left side, though, in the air, popped up. Who wants it? Shortstop gets called off, and Sanders will make the grab coming up from left field. Second out. Costa Lopez came over in a hurry just in case the outfielder couldn't get there. Here comes Brooks Carlson. He's coming off an RBI single. He roped one at first back in the third. Long check of second. Wirtz has seen Auburn coming alive with two outs and explode for runs in the third. Here we are, bottom of the fifth. Wirtz helped the Blue Raiders to a three-up, three-down inning in the fourth. Right now it's 10-2. Breaking ball down early. Middle Tennessee. In the fourth, got the two runs to cut into a 10-0 early Auburn lead. Auburn got the momentum quickly. A seven spot in the first inning here at Plainsman Park. And Auburn continues to out-hit the Blue Raiders here in game two, 12-4, leading 10-2. And the pitch on the way downstairs. what looked like a screwball. Check swing. They looked at it first. He says no swing. The Middle Tennessee bullpen has Dustin Sprong, 6'3", righty, just now beginning to throw. 
for the Blue Raider pitching staff. They came in 498 combined ERA and a 280 opponent batting average. Wirtz still does not have an ERA, has tossed two scoreless, has a runner behind him on second with two gone. Pulled, dribbled foul, and that'll bounce around third base side. Righty to righty. Middle just trying to get back to the dugout, trailing by eight. Jason Howell, a one-out double, is still at second. Now two gone and a swing and a miss. Gave him a breaking ball down the middle. Worked second K of the game. One hit, no runs, one left stranded. No errors. And five now complete. At Plainsman Park, Middle Tennessee trailing by eight. We'll have three, four, and five come to the plate. Brett Coker leads off for Middle Tennessee when we return. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Albert has a new pitcher coming in, Tyler Drabeck. Got his team out of the top of the fifth. Parker Carlson comes in, and we'll tell you about his numbers after we pause for station identification. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Parker Carlson is a right-hander, a freshman from Mobile, Alabama, Faith Academy, six foot one. Faith Academy in West Mobile, probably closer to the Mississippi State line than downtown Mobile. And now an Auburn Tiger with a 3-6-0 ERA. It's a fourth appearance, one and a record. Does not have a start. Five innings of relief, six strikeouts and a walk. Batters only hit 2-11 on him. He has given up two home runs via four hits. Two runs, both earned. Pretty careful, no, no wild pitches, no hit by pitches yet. He's going to face... Middle Tennessee's Coker, Spears, and Sanders, three, four, and five. And the three and five hitters are the team leaders in the RBIs, and Mason Spears is making a case for it as well. He's two for two and a two-run homer. He'll be on deck. Coker, 0 for two so far. 
Righty to righty as we start the sixth. He's it overhanded, and that drop rate looks really good. He releases up high, and it just comes big time downhill on his fastball. 10-2, Auburn leads downstairs. Same pitch at 90, and tried to locate it outside half. Swing and a miss. I mean, he's shown the same pitch three times. It's just moved it around the plate, but it comes in so steep. Parker Carlson deals. Swing and a miss off the end of the bat of Coker. So Carlson strikes out the first Blue Raider he sees. And that will bring up Spears. Spears homered off a lefty. And actually both of his hits off lefty Tommy Sheehan. Sheehan came out of the pen, gave up two runs, both earned off four hits. Middle Tennessee's only two runs of the day. Here's the pitch outside. high and back, and it's one ball, one strike to Spears. He's four for seven so far for the weekend here in the middle game. Overall, he's two for two, and has driven in three against Auburn. Two in this game. Takes one out towards left. In the alley, he's going to drop. They had a little draw on it, puts it in front of Howell. The center fielder was heading for the alley, and Dial had no chance of getting there. So a one-out single. Spears is three for three today. My goodness, he's in the four-hole for a very good reason. Sanders has put it in play twice, but is 0 for 2 today. They moved him up to the five-hole. He's flown to center and grounded to second. Righty to lefty's the matchup. Holds the bat high. Slider downstairs. Took a little bit off of it, but his fastball and slider doesn't look a whole lot different. Younger guys who were heat throwers in high school sometimes have to work to differentiate the two. Catcher leans outside. That time a changeup is hit high. Foul territory left side and running out of room is the Auburn catcher, Jake Wyant. Middle Tennessee down eight, top of the sixth. J.D. Byers behind the plate filling in for Bob Jamison, Chip Walters. Basketball has come to a close for Blue Raider men and women. Really good seasons. Not turning out the way they had hoped in Frisco. Sanders turned away from an inside fastball. He'll take instead for a called strike one-two. Not a best attempt of a throwback out to the mound by the catcher. <laughs> rolled the shortstop. 
Spears with a one-out single stays put. Neither team with an error. They both committed one Friday night. Auburn's did factor. Middles did not. Nice catch because the home plate umpire almost took one in the kisser. Eric Gauthier got out of dodge. And now Wyatt got a thank you from the guy in blue. Or black, to be more accurate. Very high pitch, two balls, two strikes. Second and short for Auburn, come up, double play depth defensively. The pitches, Oppo in the air, foul territory, and gets over the deep screen down the line. Dial was coming over for it. 2 2. Turn of the shoulders and a check before Carlson, the pitcher, comes set. Pulled foul to the right side towards the Middle Tennessee first base side dugout. Auburn 12 and 3. Saw their seven game win streak come to a close when Middle Tennessee thumped them Friday night 10 8. Downstairs, 3-2. Trent Seibert out of the pin behind Zach Keenan got the win Friday night, taking Middle Tennessee to 5-9. And, and here the Blue Raiders find themselves down eight. Belted out to right. Hard hit, and that is over the wall. Second home run of the day. For Middle Tennessee, Sanders, a two-run shot, and now it's four-run unanswered by Middle, getting a sixth-inning bomb and the 13th dinger of the weekend for Middle Tennessee. That one coming off Parker Carlson. That one landing appropriately in front of a cheering Middle Tennessee bullpen just beyond right field. Bryson Thomas 0 for 2. He had a three RBI double in game one Friday night. That was in the second. He began the night 2 for 2. His bat was hot early. Takes for a strike, lower part of the zone. So after giving up 10 through 3, it's middle with a Two-run fourth, and so far a two-run sixth. Bases empty, one out. 0-1 to Thomas. And now the strike zone's gotten really big for some reason. Up and in, called a strike to the broad-shouldered first baseman. Carlson playing fast. Hard hit, out to left, that'll have to bounce. Dial, respecting the power, was playing way back. So it's three straight hits off the arm of Parker Carlson, the reliever for Auburn. Tim Hudson, the pitching coach.
He's coming out to check. Garrett Wade is the lefty in the Auburn bullpen. Redshirt junior, 6'3", from Hartsell, Alabama. Hartsell, a state baseball powerhouse, a lot of tradition, winning a first of many state titles way back in 1990 under William Booth. Jackson Galloway, like Bryson Thomas, is 0 for 2, and Thomas just took one out to left field, and staying in the game is Carlson, the Auburn pitcher. Runner at first, one out. Catcher leans inside. Strike. Good location. Velo at 88, and it's 0-1 on Galloway, the DH. Did not play Friday night. He's in the seven hole. It is now a six-run game, Middle Tennessee trailing. But it's four unanswered by the Blue Raider bats. Jalen Wirtz has actually helped shut it down from the pitching side. Coming in behind Jack Julian, who relieved starter Eric Swan. Here's the pitch. Hot outside, 2-1, as Galloway works ahead. And this crowd just continues to make their way into Plainsman Park. I think knowing it's a two-game day, weren't too motivated to get here at first pitch when it was still in the 40s. But sunshine galore, not much wind to speak of, and it's going to be 50s or better rest of the afternoon. Here's the toss. Fouled straight back and over. Hit by Thomas, the seventh of the day for Middle Tennessee. And after trailing 10-0, never had any surrender. Still double play depth at second and short for Auburn. Here's the pitch. He checked at it. They didn't appeal the first. That barrel came kind of flicking around, and it was definitely high. Full count. Jackson Galloway, a big moment here. Trying to keep this going and leave it at one out. If you can move a runner around and still have room for a sack fly. Ooh, got it inside. They're going to call that a punch out. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, a late punch out. Looked like Galloway was ready to take his base on a 3-2 miss inside from this vantage point. Wow, and looking at replay, that was not near the plate. So Galloway's gonna be the first Blue Raider to be caught looking today. And the second strikeout for Carlson, but they may let that be his last batter to face. Here comes Garrett Wade, and there will be a pitching change. Carlson leaves one runner on. 
Carlson will get credit for two-thirds of inning number six. Giving up three hits, two runs. Both were earned, by the way. Two strikeouts, no walks. Final pitch count's going to be 24. For Carlson, he faced five. After Tyler Drabeck, Auburn's second reliever, was in very, very briefly. The first batter Garrett Wade will face will be Jared Vitato. We'll give you Garrett Wade stats. We have a pitching change here in Auburn, Alabama. Auburn leads 10-4, but it's four unanswered by Middle Tennessee. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Right at 200 pounds is the new Auburn pitcher, 6'3", Roddy, out of Hartsell, Alabama. That's north end of the state, just south of Huntsville and Decatur. Situated along I-65 and not that you wanted a geography lesson. Garrett Wade does not have an opponent batting average, but he does have a high ERA, a 10.8. This will be his fourth relief appearance has only tossed one and two-thirds, has struck out three but walked three. So there's that situation. He's not allowed a hit but given up two runs, both earned. And it's not allowed any kind of opponent batting average. No hit by pitch, no wild pitch. We'll see what he's got here. He's going to face... a pinch hitter. Jacob Williams, 6'3", 235 out of Forest, Virginia. He's in for Jared Vitato, who went 0 for 1. Vitato walked. So new pitcher, new hitter. Ball gets out of the circle, but the runner's going to stay put because the ball is rolling that side near the first baseline. We're in the top of the sixth. Middle Tennessee trailing in the middle game of the weekend series, 10 to four, but it's been four unanswered. Two home runs today, both of the two-run variety. Spears had the first, and Sanders encored with a two-run homer in this inning, the sixth. Two outs now. Garrett Wade missing on his first two offerings to Williams. That ball nowhere near, and a wild pitch will send Rice and Thomas over. Garrett Wade's calling for some 
medical help. A new pitcher, new catcher are headed down to the bullpen. I will tell you, Chase Awesome is warming up for Auburn if needed. This would be the second Auburn pitcher today who has called for some help. One pitch. Wow, that is not good. He's had to take himself out of the game, Garrett Wade. That's, I know that's opposition, but that's tough to see. The pitch was very wide, and almost instantly he kind of doubled over and called out. Butch Thompson is coming out. I think the umpires are giving the benefit of the doubt. Now here comes the reliever. And it is the guy we saw pitching, uh, Chase Awesome. Six foot one freshman from Dothan, Alabama, down near the Wiregrass. So it will go as a mid batter pitching change against the pinch hitter Jacob Williams. We're in the top of the six. Middle Tennessee's already scored two runs in this frame and trail by a score of 10 to four. Already having scored four runs off seven hits. And have a runner at second, Bryson Thomas, in scoring position with two outs. With a pitching change, will break away. Give you the numbers on awesome. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. So the new pitcher coming in is Chase Awesome. It'll be his fifth relief appearance, part of a combined shutout. He's tossed five innings of relief. He's a strike thrower. 10 Ks, four walks. Five innings, two hits is not allowed to run. So no uh, ERA. Opponent batting average so far in 2022 is 1-1-8. Pretty impressive. One double, two wild pitches, and a hit batter, though, through five. They'll hope he's got his stuff because Garrett Wade just left very abruptly after a wild pitch and called for some medical help.
Roddy to Roddy. Jacob Williams. First plate appearance of the weekend, pitch hitting down in the eighth hole. Thomas taking a big lead at second. Four unanswered as draw Middle Tennessee within six. That was a pretty changeup. Also leaks it back into a righty. Not all pitchers have the guts to do that. Effectively grabs the corner for the called strike, 3-1. Swing and a miss, 3-2. I say Garrett Wade was one pitch in earlier. Actually, he was, it was 2-0, then the wild pitch. So he tossed three before calling for medical help. The wild pitch to the wall put Thomas at second base. At third, base hit, ripped up the line, going to the corner. Here comes Thomas. He'll score easily. Ball just now being picked up, and it's a stand-up double RBI with the third extra base hit of the day. The Middle Tennessee has now cut Auburn's lead in half. Another pinch hitter. In for Luke Benson, who's coming off a single. Wyatt Morgan, who played yesterday and caught up in game one. I'm sorry, Wyatt Morgan was the DH yesterday. A hit and an RBI. Had a single and a sack fly. Went over his last three. Sends one foul, and that will get into foul territory over the screen into the fans. Luckily, no attempt over there for Rambush, the third baseman. Out of the stretch, here's the kick. Down and in. One ball, one strike on Morgan. Morgan, a 250 hitter, but hits 417 with two outs and 333 with runners in scoring position. He's walked more than he has struck out with five ribbies, 10 hits. Trying to help middle come from behind. Takes a slider underneath. He's ahead, 2-1. It was Auburn with a seven spot the first. A scoreless second, both sides. Three more for Auburn in the third. And then Middle Tennessee started to crank it out. Two runs in the fourth, now adding three in the sixth. It's eight hits on the day, including two home runs and a double now for Middle Tennessee. The pitch on the way outside. The base runner Williams was right behind the arm of Alsip, and I think the changeup he felt was going to be a wild pitch and was leaving early and gets back to second. Alsip circles off. There was nobody covering the bag behind him.
fouled back. 94 miles per hour. Sounds pretty loud hitting the backstop off the bat of Wyatt Morgan. That speed was right. That ball came straight back. Also, fastball, the heater. Roddy to a lefty hitter. We'll cut that foul back as well. So Morgan kind of showing he's tracking it, making contact. And anything over the plate could be disaster. Middle with a runner in scoring position. They've only left three on base today. Auburn stranded six despite their 10 to five advantage. Auburn left nine on base last uh, two nights ago. Over the top, did that hit him? Morgan was saying, no, I'm not hit, but he wasn't looking at the count. He just walked. Would set up a double play, but they only need one back. Auburn's infield was coming up. They don't have to. They'll retreat. Runners first and second for Middle Tennessee here in the top of the sixth. With the walk, that's going to be a pinch runner in for Morgan. Eston Snyder has walked over 5'9 freshman from Franklin, Tennessee. Jacob Williams still the lead runner at second base. Righty to righty. 94 downstairs. One ball, no strikes. So Alsip. Just issued a free pass. He's arriving mid-batter back against Jacob Williams and gave up the RBI double with the run. Goes back on Carlson. Hopper's made a lot of changes. Gonzalez only lasted the first inning. He had some tightness. Got through three and did not return to the game. Tommy Sheehan went three and two-thirds. Then it went Dravic briefly. Parker Carlson for two-thirds in an inning. Garrett Wade had to leave the game after three pitches. This one's downstairs. Chase Alsup is the new Tiger pitcher. And he's finding difficulty locating the zone. 3-0 the count to Fausto Lopez. Lopez, who has walked four times this weekend, 11 times on the year, is hitting 308. Struck out in the third. Change up inside. That'll grab the corner. 3-1. Alsup's ERA now in doubt. He had not given up an earned run. They're going to call that a strike and bring Lopez back. That's two times now. Middle Tennessee's had a batter leave early only to have Eric Gaucher ring him up. I think he, he the, the umpire here really likes for batters to stay put and have him allow them to base like it's his gift and not earning it. Swing and a miss. Should have happened. That'll end the inning. Four hits, two runs, two left stranded. No errors. 
Three runs plated. 10-5 now the score. Home half the six. When we return as Auburn's going to bring five, six, and seven to the plate here in Auburn, Alabama. You're listening to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. 10 5, Auburn with the lead, but it has been five unanswered by the Blue Raiders. Just now moving to the bottom of the sixth. Auburn will bring Bryson Ware to the plate first. He's driven in two, one hit. And officially is two for two. I'm sorry, two hits. He single through the left side in the first, up the line at third in the third, and hit by pitch in his other plate appearance. So two ribbies and a run plated for the 347 hitter. Right fielder digging in, riding to riding the matchup inside, ball one. Jalen Wirtz back on the mound, two and a third scoreless. Two Ks is not allowed to walk. One hit, no runs against the righty. Line shot at third. Nice snag by Coker. Brings up Cam Hill. 0 for 3 and two strikeouts. He got fanned by Wirtz when he was the first to face him in inning number three. Breaking ball, strike one. Full wind up, he'll step back, strides in, tries the inside half. This time he misses. 1-1. Getting just a bit of a breeze blowing in from right. Swing and a miss, 1-2. Lower part of the zone, been tough for Hill in this series. He has struck out now nine times this year, two today, six walks. He'll take downstairs this time. Cam Hill, first two at bats. He singled Friday night and then struck out twice. Went down swinging both times and is fanned two times in this one, 0 for 3. Here's the 2-2, won't chase, full count. (laughs) 
walked him. Burks got ahead, just couldn't get through Cam Hill, who may be the only over three guy on the team today for Auburn. Burks' first walk of the game. So a runner on for the Tigers with one out. Here's Brody Moore. Oh, for his last two, RBI single in the first. Just about everybody had one in the first for Auburn. They put up seven in the first, three in the third, haven't scored since. And the score is 10 to five here in the bottom of the sixth. Out to right, poked Apo, backpedaling. Nagishi makes the grab. Nagishi's your new right fielder. Dillingham is your new center fielder in place of Vinson. Vinson was lifted for pitch hitter Morgan, who walked. Cole Foster now goes to the right side. Switch hitter batting left. Two gone, runner at first for Auburn. Tigers with the five-run lead. 12 hits today for Auburn. Had six of them in the first. I'm sorry, seven in the first. Nope, six. One was a sack fly, backpedaling, trying to read my scratch. It's been a very busy scorebook today. Words backing off, looking at first. Brings the shoulders at a 45 as he's begins his setup. Left foot now ahead of the right. He'll work to the stretch. Out towards center. That ball's well struck. Coming over towards the alley. On the run, makes the grab. Dillingham in time. No hits, no runs. One left on for Auburn. We'll move to the seventh. Can Middle Tennessee's bats get hot and continue? They've scored five unanswered and trail 10-5 through six. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Middle Tennessee's bats back to the plate. They've already cranked out four extra base hits in this game, including this guy, JT Mabry, who's going to lead off. He's one for three at a double to the fourth. The extra base hits today. Mabry with the double. Jacob Williams, pitch hitter, had an RBI double. Roped one up the line at third. The home runs, two-run shot from Spears and a two-run homer 
Nathan Sanders. Both taking one over the right field wall in this game. Five unanswered. Middle Tennessee trails 10-5. We're going to the seventh. So Mabry's now extended to a four-game hit streak. He has started in all 68 over the past two seasons, hitting just 213. Of his 13 hits, though, five have been for doubles. At third, it comes off the chest, trying to track it down, and he's aboard. Mabry will take it any way he can. That, that didn't really get on Rambush in a hurry. Let's see if they call it a hit. It looks like they will. Came up on the chest of Blake Rambush, the Auburn third baseman. And the leadoff's on. So an infield single at third. Brings up Brett Coker, who's 0 for 3. Outside. Coker's now up one ball, no strikes. Chase Ossett returns to the mound. Gave up two-thirds, but no runs in relief last frame. Base four in the sixth. Banged out. That's going to drop for a single. Out there in front of Dial. Well struck. This guy's throwing heat. But now middle is really squaring him up nice. Here comes Mason Spears, and that Coker hit was his first of the game and his first of the weekend. Mason Spears. Spears is three for three, two singles and a two-run homer. Check swing in the dirt. First base umpire, the appeal said no swing. And it's 1-0. Riding starting to warm up in the Auburn bullpen. Blake Burkhalter. Slider got there. Called strike, one and one. Swing and a miss. Ball and two strikes. Two on for Middle Tennessee. Runners first and second, no outs. Trailing by five. Catcher's frame right down the middle for Auburn. Reaching, protecting the plate. Nice effort by Spears. Spears average. Came in 333. He's at 407. Runners in scoring position, 750. Having driven in eight. 
Now tied with Coker and Sanders. Sanders, though, with the two-run blast earlier. Check that. He's at 10. Double played that. Second and short for Auburn. The pitch on the way from Alsip. This time the umpire at first again says no swing. 2-2. Slider was in the dirt. Other side of the plate from the righty. Outfield all playing him dead away. Tip foul, 2-2, uh, caught. Spears strikes out. He's now three for four. Still two on. But only one out for Nathan Sanders. He's coming off a two-run homer. And is one for three today. He has not faced Alsip yet. And now it's righty-lefty matchup. Flares one, that's gonna do some damage. Left center is gonna get down. They're gonna wave in a run from second. Long run, and it doesn't come near home plate. They'll cut it off at third, and it is now six unanswered by Middle Tennessee on an RBI single, Nathan Sanders. That scores Mabry. Bryson Thomas coming off a hit. It is now a four-run game. Top of the seventh. Thomas, the tip of the bat, makes his mark where his feet go as he comes into the box on the left side. Righty to righty matchup. He was the next to last batter to face Carlson. Breaking ball inside half. I gotta see that on the screen replay. It's nowhere near the plate. Still runners first and second for middle. Swing and a miss. Thomas lifting the barrel up, home run cut. During his practice swings, he checks up. I think just trying to desire to put one in play. He's going to leave about an inch below that bottom hand as he faces Chase Ossip, the right-hander for Auburn. Tying run is on deck with one out. Up and in, nice take, one, two. Chase Olson has given up his first earned run of the year. Has tossed two-thirds, four hits, one run, two Ks and a walk. Sixth pitcher used today by Auburn, and still a game to go. Catcher leans outside, squats low. Ooh, look out, first base, Middle Tennessee took a shot Friday night. Nobody hit that time, it hit the front rail. Thomas already digging in. The big first baseman. 
Redding for the 2-2. Here's the offering. It was soft breaking ball. He just fouls it down and back. And he's still alive. Thomas is now at 438. Five RBIs, three of those came Friday night with a double off the left field wall. 429, runners in scoring position. And he's protecting the plate rather nicely as he'll foul that, foul that back as well. Lead runner is now Coker at second, Sanders at first. Sanders driving in JT Mabry, who led this inning with a single. Top of the seventh, Middle Tennessee trailing 10-6. It's been a half dozen unanswered, though, by the Blue Raiders. Oh, they snap and throw. A run down between second and third, and they'll tag him for the second out. Brett Coker came dancing off the bag, and the pitcher wasn't set. He was able to throw him down. Good turn of events when you need all these runs. You get a guy on base trailing by four now in late innings. 2 2 with two gone. Still a runner at first. That was back at the grip. Ball arrives right where Thomas was holding the handle of the bat. He'll move slightly out of the way. Allsup's throwing in the mid-90s. That fastball would hurt right on the knuckles. Full count. Runner goes. Fouled back. So now Sanders retreats to first. And Thomas is really making Chase Allsup, the Auburn pitcher, work for this out. Middle is now within one hit of knotting it up at 12 apiece. 10-6, though, is the score. Down four is middle. Runner takes off again, and the inning's over. On a swing and a miss. Sanders down on swings. One run, three hits. A runner left on, no errors. Seventh inning stretch, Auburn, Alabama. Auburn brings 9-1-2, bottom of the seventh when we come back. You're listening to the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics.
This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Dustin Sprong is your new pitcher coming in for Middle Tennessee. After a very good outing, the second out of the pen, third today, Jalen Works retired three and a third. He'll lead between innings. Three and a third, scoreless, one hit, no runs, two strikeouts, and a walk. He faced 12, 36 pitches. Numbers on Sprong so far. It's a 13.5 ERA, but batters have hit 143 on him. It will be his third relief appearance, two innings tossed, one hit, three runs all earned. He has walked three, struck out two. Middle will need a very good version of him here. It's upstairs fastball at 88. If they can complete the come from behind, what a valiant effort so far. Middle Tennessee has scored six and answered to cut it to four. It was a 10-0 lead early by Auburn. Catcher leans outside. Pulls it outside, two balls and a strike. Again, last inning defensively, still the changes outside. It's still Sanders out in left, but Dylan Ham's your center fielder, Nagishi out in right. Mason Spears, still your catcher. Tapped out towards left, coming up, making the grab. Sanders got the jump on it as Jake Wyatt will fly out to left for the first out, bringing up Blake Rambush. Back to the top of the order for the Auburn Tigers. Rambush, 361 hitter, is one for three today plus a walk. He appeared twice in the first. Twelve Tigers came to the plate in the first frame. Rambush was one of three who appeared twice. He singled, walked in a run in the second time up and has been 0 for 2 since. A pop in the third, fly ball in the fifth. We'll take for a strike here, and it's 0-1. So one out, nobody on. Another strike. 0-2. Dustin Sprong, fresh out of the pen. Here's the wine, Sprong, outside. Camo hats, the black jerseys, white pinstripe pants. And the locks of hair underneath that hat for Sprong. He'll kick. Hopper towards second, Mabry. Fields up at the chest, fires, got him. 
4-3 put out for the second out. As Rambus is now over his last three. Brings up Kaysun Howell. Man, he's had a good day. Three for three. Double last time up. One RBI. Has scored twice. This will be a tough out for Sprong coming from the pin. Facing a hot hat. Top of the order for the Tigers. Here's the kick. First pitch on for the strike. Laying off at a slider away from the barrel of a right-hander. Now Howell digs back in. And good eye, and Spears is going to let that roll foul. Up the third baseline, maybe 14, 15 feet up the line at third. And Spears lets it take a turn off that natural grass and cross the chalk. Nothing in two is going to be your count. J.D. Byers behind the plate here in Auburn, Alabama. On the fill-in duties, if Middle Tennessee could come from behind, they would clinch. They won Friday night 10-8. Butch Thompson, Auburn head coach, walking out of the dugout third base side, wants to talk to his Auburn hitter, Howell. the infield playing back. Nobody on for Auburn. Two outs. Pitchers count. Nothing in two. Middle Tennessee trying to get back to the plate. Trailing by four in the bottom of the seventh. The pitch. Got him on a breaking ball. Kind of 11-5. Howell swings over the top. How about a three up, three down for Sprong. Faces the minimum in the seventh. No hits, no runs. Let's go to the eighth. Middle Tennessee who has played it six unanswered, down four, will send seven, eight, nine to the dish when we return to Plainsman Park. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. New pitcher in for Auburn, and he is a shutdown back end closer. Blake Burkhalter, six footer, righty. 
from Dothan, Alabama, six foot two oh four, in fact. And here's the numbers to back up that to date anyway. Is a 104 ERA, 2-0 record with two saves. This will be a sixth relief appearance. In the previous five, he has struck out 13 with no walks. Those 13 strikeouts have come across just eight and two-thirds. Three hits, one run earned. Batters hit just 103 on him. So Jackson Galloway. Nate LaRue just announced. Well, they announced Burkhalter, so correction. Yeah, Nate LaRue. Okay. A little different situation. A couple of foul balls, it's 0-2. So Nate LaRue also not bad, but 286 is the opponent batting average, and he's only thrown three and two-thirds. This will be his fourth appearance. He does not have a save, nor does he have an ERA. Four hits, no runs off the righty. Slider down low, first miss, 1-2. hesitation and his wind up. Pounded out to left. That ball is climbing towards the green wall and it's over it, my goodness. What a shot. Jackson Galloway, 0 for 3, has just taken the third home run out of the park and he did it over a 32 foot wall out in left. It was at about the 333 mark at the base and the wall goes way up. That was a big boy shot for the leadoff, and it's now a three-run game. You do not see many hit over the wall, especially on the right edge of their green monster. That's well struck right center. Right back behind him. Nagishi. A single to right center, and Middle Tennessee may be right back in this one. Tim Hudson says enough for Nate LaRue. Now they may give Burke Halter a call. Burke Halter been up and throwing earlier. Trying to get a jersey number for you. Nope. It is going to be, yeah, Blake Burkhalter. Blake Burkhalter is definitely the shutdown back inning closer who is a strike dart thrower and has not walked a batter. 13 Ks and only eight two-thirds with two saves, making his sixth relief appearance with a 2-0 record, 104 ERA. It batters against Burkhalter. It's been a tough go, 103. With the pitching change, and with Middle Tennessee having scored seven unanswered to pull within three, we'll take a break. More on Burkhalter and the situation at hand here in the middle game of the weekend series when we return to Auburn, Alabama. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656 or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Blake Burkhalter into the game. Warming up, watching what he's got. I don't see it being that unhittable. He has kind of a hitch and a lean back towards second. So a runner on. Kind of just wondering here about a potential stolen base attempt. Nagishi. has not attempted a stolen base. 16 of 21 on the year, but none today for Middle Tennessee. You got a runner on, no out, so every run at a premium, you hate to get thrown out in this situation. And by the way, that home run by Jackson Galloway was his first career home run after being 0 for 3. Jacob Williams follows it. I'm sorry, Degishi follows it with a base hit single on the first pitch he saw out to right center. So Burkhalter in a righty-to-righty situation. Working on Dillingham. Upstairs, ball one. That was shoulder high on Dillingham. Dillingham. Comes in and pitches yesterday. I'm sorry, Friday. Showed a bunt on the plate, one ball, one strike. Dillingham 0 for 1 and struck out his only time up in the 10 to 8 win on Friday. 10 7. Top of the eighth. Catcher leans to the outside. Burkhalter out of the stretch. Pop foul, right side. First baseman trying to get there and can't. That was over a non live territory. Camberwell, so he was not able to enter and make a play defensively. Ishii, your runner at first. Roddy to Roddy. Infield has come way up here for Auburn. Desperately looking for a double play about halfway up in the dirt are Foster and Moore, the second baseman and shortstop for the Tigers. Again, 10-7, top of the eighth. Seven unanswered by middle. Looking to come from behind and clinch. The eight, I'm sorry, the 10 runs allowed Friday were the most allowed by Auburn this year. Prior to that, it was seven against Alabama State, and Middle Tennessee's matched it here today in the middle game of the weekend. Firing out towards right. Does that get down? No, just foul deep, and that missed. Deep corner right field by mere feet. 
down the line. Let's pause here for station identification on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Burkhalter set, working from the stretch. Glove just a bit ahead of the well. belt. This changeup is down. Two balls, two strikes. Just below the knee. Dillingham, the center fielder. It's been solo home run, base hit, single to the eight, then a pitching change. And they brought in their shutdown closer to try to secure this win for Auburn. Right at the shortstop, squared up. The slide, but not able to get the second out at first, so a fielder's choice for Dillingham. Second baseman covered. Foster got a piece of the foot on the slide and couldn't get the throw away, so now it's the first out of the frame. Back to the top of the order. Foster Lopez is hitless, but has walked twice. He's going walk, strikeout, walk, strikeout. Continuing that sequence would be just fine. Still double play depth at second and short. Outfield playing him dead away. Lopez does not have a hit this weekend. Sliding on the tag throw at first. Back in successfully underneath it. Burkhalter looks in. Lopez. Lifts one high, deep, right foul. He's heading to the foul pole. That is adorned with a chicken sponsor and yellow chartreuse windscreen mesh, and it took a right turn, fading out of play. 10-7. 13 hits for middle. One better than Auburn. Top of the eight. Snap throw at first. Boy, put a heater in there right at the place for a good tag, but Dillingham just gets back in time. Dillingham reaching on a fielder's choice. They put in Nate LaRue between innings. He faced two, gave up a home run and a single. Burkhalter will get checked. He's the righty, so he's got his back to first. The righty to righty matchup, Lopez. Let's a sinker sink low, and it's 1-1. Middles had a lot of success dropping base hits shallow left. The outfielder dial continues to play deep back there. The wind slightly blowing out three miles per hour. Again, a late swing, but a powerful one. High deep to the right and foul by Lopez. The Brooklyn, New York native, senior, trying to help his team come from behind and nobody in a rush just to get a game over. Working every at bat. Very stingy. Tough outs, top to bottom. A miss. Now 2 2. 
Burkhalter. Looks at that brown spot right in front of him. High fly ball out towards right center. Plenty of time to adjust. Right fielder Ware comes over in the second out. Took it for a ride, perhaps the wrong direction. That will bring up JT Mabry. A double and a single today. Two for four, but coming off a base hit, the seventh. Mabry has scored twice this afternoon. Now 14 hits, trying to bring his average up. Has helped it today. He's now 226 and about the same with two outs. Runner at first, two gone. Snap throw at first. Burkholder's trigger, very impressive. For a righty, he gets around in a hurry. J.D. Byers with you behind the plate, filling in in Auburn, Alabama. Three-game weekend series. No game played yesterday. A seven-inning affair after this one. Strike right at the knee. A one. We're in the top of the eighth, three-run game. 10-0 early Auburn. Middle Tennessee, seven consecutive unanswered. And now out hitting Auburn 13-12. Ouch. On the hand. Mabry trying to tough that out. I know that batting gloves a little padded on one side. You could hear that. So now there's two on for middle. Make it hurt so bad you can't pick up a bat next time up. Coker coming off a single out to left. First hit of the weekend. One for four today. Umpire's, umpire's going to try to review just to make sure he was indeed hit by that. And I don't know if they can, by rule, replay that on the monitors and the two umpires who stay on the field, while two of the four-man crew now will go underneath on the third base grandstands to go to the replay site take a look at it. It definitely hit something, but it wasn't a bat. Uh, I think you could tell if you were listening that it was kind of a soft thud, almost tissue-like, and hopefully on that glove. The on-base or on-field umpires are telling the base runners if you need to go talk to your coaches, you do have the opportunity to go do that here with the official review. Had two of these Friday night. One went Auburn's way, one went Middle Tennessee's way. Alabama. No game yesterday. It was looking out a window at a hotel or wherever you might have been. It was gorgeous. Then when you step out of a car or hotel building, whatever, you kind of 
understood why there was no baseball played yesterday. The winds were 20 to 30 constant, gusting to 40. And uh, just made the wind bring the uh, temperature down into the uh, 30s most of the day. It was an overnight low, actually tonight at 23. It was an overnight low between Friday and Saturday at freezing. So there was back-to-back freeze warnings in this part of the state of Alabama. And just uh, the coaches felt it better not to put pitchers at that situation. Here come the umpires, and they are awarding in the base. So hit by a pitch, JT Mabry is going to take his hitting gear off during the review just in case he had to run back. That was rather sportsmanlike of it. A half-outfitted catcher now comes out on deck. Mason Spears, Brett Coker with two outs comes to the plate. Trying to keep this top of the eighth going. Middle has added one more run, and they're attempted to come back here in the top of the eighth, now trailing 10-7. Two on, two outs for the Blue Raiders. Burke Halter. A strike, 93 miles per hour. A strike fastball down Broadway as he works on Coker, the right-handed third baseman. Check is second. Downstairs, hit Tara Furman next to the plate on the opposite side. When Auburn comes to the plate, bottom of this inning, it'll be three, four, and five. All of whom have hits. The one-one upstairs. Good take. Coker ahead, two-one. Batters count for Coker, standing tall. Wide stance by the rider. Timeout by the catcher. And that may have been an earpiece where the dugout actually talks directly into the ear now of the catcher. I think that was two years ago with the technology. And I think they may want to change the pitch. Off the end of the bat, 2-2. Swing and a miss. Middle Tennessee, two on. They've left six stranded for the game, two outs. The 2-2 from Burkhalter. Upstairs, full count. Just like that, and the bases will be loaded for Spears, who's three for four, including a home run. He would represent the go-ahead run. Right now, the tying runs at the plate. Middle Tennessee trailing by three. Hit out towards center in the air. Should be a routine play. Howell, Auburn's center fielder comes over in the gap, makes it. Two hits, two runs. Galloway led with a home run. So correction, it's two hits, one run. Two left the board, no errors. As Coker flies out to right center. 
Seven and a half played, bottom of the eighth. Ryan Dial coming up for Auburn, three, four, and five, two up for the Tigers. It's 10-7, Auburn with the lead late. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Josh Hall. Justin Sprong into pitch, foul back. Josh Hall is pinch hitting for Ryan Dial. Dial finishes two for four. Nothing in two to the lefty. Josh Hall started uh, Friday night for Auburn. Went one for three, no strikeouts, no walks. Didn't score and screams one out foul, deep left. It's over in the elevated third terrace picnic family area. When this place opened, it was the crown jewel of the SEC. Not a lot has changed since though. A lot of parks have kind of surpassed. Swing and a miss. 0-2 and Sprong now with a strikeout. That's his second. He got the inning ending strikeout to close out the seventh against Casey Howell, who was three for three at the time. Here's Brooks Carlson. One for two and a run scored. Carlson's driven and actually walked in a run, I believe. No, nope, it was an RBI single in the first. Base hit. Ten seven, bottom of the eighth. One ball, one strike from Sprawl. Carlson, the two twenty-two hitter, slugging three eighty-nine. They've had him in the DH cleanup role, second straight game. RBI single in the third. 
base the first three times up. Walk hit by a pitch. RBI single, then struck out. Out towards center. Dillingham is there. He'll make the grab. The center fielder for MTSU. And there's two gone in the game. So middle, if they can get there, second straight three up, three down inning. Could work very efficiently toward a chance of the night to come from behind down three before the seven inning series finale. Should be about 45 minutes between, meaning we should be back on the air 30 minutes between the end of this game and the start of the second, or actually less, because we'll have some post-game coverage for you following game two. Looks pretty good. The catcher had to reach for it. He was framed inside and not able to frame it. Two balls, no strikes. Two outs, nobody on for Auburn. In the home half of the eighth. Foul back. Sprong, who entered the game with a really high ERA, is inching it down fast. 7-3-6. Arrived with a 13.5. Now one and two-thirds scoreless on for the strike. Was behind 2-0. Now it's two balls, two strikes on Bryson Ware. Where the batters hitting 340, two for three today in a run, has driven in two. Punched out, called strike three. Three up, three down. Having face four sprung with three strikeouts. Not bad at all. We've played eight. No hits, no runs, no errors, nobody left on for the Tigers as we move to the final inning. It is Middle Tennessee using four, five, and six. Mason Spears with a two-run homer. Three for four today will lead off when we return. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615 615- 896-5656 or you can reach me at exitmurfreesboro.com Let's go blue and I'll see you at the game. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We move to the night. Burke Halter. Ushered in quickly in the eighth. It was Nate LaRue who was supposed to start the eighth for Auburn. He did, but he gave up a solo home run and a single. Fielder's choice when Burkhalter came in by Dillingham, but then he got the final three outs. Middle Tennessee would post a run in the eighth, but left two stranded. 
and have now left eight on base for the game. 10-7 your score, swing and a miss. Mason Spears will lead off. Four, five, and six coming up for Middle Tennessee here late in the top of the ninth. High and outside, now one ball, one strike. Spears had the Old South Properties home run earlier, Tennessee's favorite home builder and official home builder of MTSU for the season's home run sponsor. One of three home runs belted out by the Blue Raiders today, including Nathan Sanders and Galloway, who had his first career Blue Raider home run. Foul back, and it's 1-2 now. It comes straight back to the screen off the bat of Spears. Good move up to the cleanup roll. If we now have a Vanderbilt Whistler at Auburn, I got to get the car and go. Swung on. Spears down on swings to begin the ninth. So now Auburn down to two outs from evening the series and forcing the seven-inning rubber match coming up about 40 to 45 minutes after this one. Sanders is two for his last two, including a two-run blast, an RBI single. Sanders now with 11 runs batted in off 10 hits this season. 10 hits, five for extra bases. Fastball, outside edge. Took it down a little bit at 88. He's touched 93 in his relief appearance. Fourteen strikeouts, no walks so far for the closer, Burkhalter. One of each now against the lefty Sanders for MTSU. A lot of room between third and short if he could poke one up the line. High and outside. To one batter's count, Sanders works ahead between third and the bag. About 20 feet. Not a full shift around the first. Second baseman's right where he normally is. Catcher goes to the outside, squats low, and it's fouled. Burkhalter dropped his glove, kind of wiggled it for a minute, waiting for his catcher to relay. Swing and a miss. Strikeout number two. Down on swings for the second time is a Blue Raider batter. This time Sanders the victim. Bryson Thomas struck out last time up. He's one for four today. And here comes the big first baseman. Down three, Middle Tennessee down to their last out. Top of the night, down 10-7. But what a valiant comeback attempt to score seven unanswered after scoring behind 10-0, and it put up zeros in innings four, five, six, seven, and eight for the Auburn offense. Really good stuff. And it goes back to Jalen Wirtz, the second reliever, third pitcher that really shut it down out on the mound. Three and a third, 
Scoreless, one hit, no run, struck out two. Dustin Sprong, not bad himself with three Ks. Swing and a miss, 1-1 to Thomas. We'll have full pregame coverage for you for the series finale that's coming up following this game. Bryson Thomas from Spring Hill, Tennessee, flinched at it, stayed back, goes back ahead 2-1. High to the right and foul. Long game now three hours and 26 minutes into it. Neither team just really laid down despite any kind of score. Middle Tennessee fought back. Nobody started pitch hitting. Very tough fought. Burkhalter misses outside. Full count. Thomas gets on. How about a little two-out rally to extend it even longer? W's a W. Jackson Galloway's coming off a home run. Who knows? Third base side of the rubber, Burke Harper set just above the belt. The righty, right back up the middle. Will they get through? Shortstop, Fields in time, more for the final out, and the game's over. Burke Halter faces the minimum in the night. No hits, no runs, no one left on, no errors. And Auburn's going to even the series. They do it with a final score, 10-7, almost the same margin as Friday night, when Middle Tennessee took game one, 10-8. So a series deciding. Game three rubber match coming up shortly after this one. We'll have some post-game coverage for you. Stats, numbers, and a preview to the third game, second game today when we return. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. 
What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Postgame coverage from Plainsman Park. Here's highlights of the final numbers as we'll get ready here on broadcast side for the next one. Auburn wins at 10-7, but Middle Tennessee out hits the Tigers 13-12 and scores seven unanswered to make a game out of it. No errors by either team. The win today for Auburn's going to go to the first guy out of the pen, Tommy Sheehan. It's his first win as well. He's now 1-0. The loss is going to go to Middle Tennessee starter Eric Swan, who didn't get out of the first inning. He gave up seven runs, all earned, three while he was out of the game. He left bases loaded, allowed six hits, only got credit for a third, 42 on the pitch count, finished with one strikeout and one walk. So Julian uh, comes in behind him. Jack Julian, two to third, gives up three runs, all earned off five hits, two walks, one strikeout. Wirtz was the best, three and a third, scoreless, one hit, no runs, two strikeouts. Sprong looked good, two innings scoreless, no hits at all, no runs, three strikeouts, and no walks. Hitting some high points offensively for Middle Tennessee, who now are five and 10 on the season. It was J.T. Mabry in the two-hole, two for four, two runs. Uh, you had Mason Spears, three for five, two RBIs, two runs. Sanders goes two for five, three RBIs. And as far as the highlights and extra base hits that were really entertaining, J.T. Mabry, he had the first one, a leadoff double in the fourth, and then driven in on Mason Spears, two-run homer. In the sixth, a two-run homer recorded by Nathan Sanders plus an RBI double by Jacob Williams in a pitch hit situation. There was also the solo home run, the leadoff in the first career of Jackson Galloway. That came in the eighth. The final, though, was 10-7, and our home runs are brought to you by Old South Properties, Tennessee's favorite home builder and official home builder of MTSU, this season's home run sponsor. We'll set game two for you coming up in just a bit, though. 
Uh, a guy with a really wicked curve, though, expected to go for Auburn right to as a 94-mile-per-hour fastball. We'll set the pitching for you as well for Middle Tennessee when we join you at 4 o'clock for a 4.15 first pitch. Again, 4.15 Central Time to get the series finale, uh, finale on the way to see who takes the weekend in this one. Auburn 13-3 back in the win column. Middle Tennessee will try to pick up number six on the season, now 5-10. That will wrap it up from here as we just wrap up the middle game of the weekend. Doubleheader on Sunday, and again, the next one up will be only seven innings. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.